0: Bullet cast for 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 life. Get up, get up! This is the revolution. This is our time to rise. Let's deep- Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you know the name, you know the voice, you know exactly why I'm here, just in case if you don't, I'm a 25-year-old piece of gold, the Messiah of the microphone, the microphone Messiah, the California classic, the Valkyrie King of the Great White North, why? Because I'm Canada's favorite honorary son. Hey, it's the biggest It's the biggest week of the year, it, I, know, I know we talk about SummerSlam being the biggest party of the summer, WrestleMania is the biggest party of the year. This, this is the rager. This is the, the one where everybody talks about for, for, for eternity. This is this is why we do what we do, Brandon. The Canadian Destroyer, the new Bullet Cast champion, 12 times the
1: world champion. How do you feel, brother? I feel fantastic. I mean. Exciting week. You know, they call Tom Brady TB12. I guess you can just call me BT12. You know?
0: <laughs> I like that. We need to get that on his shirt ASAP
1: which means I am putting off all title defenses until the service is made.
0: Whoa! I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. But, you know,
1: I know. am the NXT guy, so I had to pull through. only got one wrong. It was the Bronson Reed pick, but I was okay with that, as I said on the Instagram Live, which you guys definitely saw. I was okay with Bronson Reed or my boy Trevor Lee, a.k.a. what's his, Cameron Grimes. Cameron it. But, Grimes! That didn't happen. Bronson Reed, big, thick boy. Gonna be he facing is. He is against uh, johnny gargano tonight we got an nxt takeover night one and night two all rolled into one we're gonna have a podcast later tonight so two podcasts on thursday
0: absolutely go check out my uh, recap of the hall of fame because i i care about the men and women who laced up a pair of boots for our entertainment god damn it yeah uh, it, somebody it, watched it I, actually not man it was really digestible it was quick man like nobody there were no inductors for the inductees like the host said that little spiel about the inductee. They played a video package. They came out and talked for like three to five minutes and it, it, it was on to the next person. And it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, man. You know, it, it was really smooth. You know, I, I, I quite enjoyed it. All right. But before we get into all the talks, we have to, we have to promote it. Got to, got to keep going with it. HD for life on teesprings.com. I, I thought they changed over to spring.com. I guess it's still just teesprings.com. Uh, he uploaded so many more uh designs so i mean here we go so designs are get her done one and two hurry up one and two mr sapa one and two uh h Daw mother's love uh king h dog h Daw dash get it mr pimpin uh hd for life americana common sense soldier h dog life safety h hd for life safety lily's love hd for life orange and pink uh softball life you have reunite you have Generations, you have Little Renna, you have uh, Little Age Dog, you have Explode, and you have Show Quality 1, 2, and 3. They have drinking wear, you know, bo- bottles, flasks. They have uh, fanny packs, socks, hoodies, t-shirts, sweatpants, tank tops, face masks, tote bags, mugs, pillows, beach towels, posters, blankets, phone cases, stickers, and so much more. Go over to tsprings.com slash HD for life. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram, hd. 4. Life. That once again in Twitter and Instagram, hd.4. Life. Go check him out. Uh, Joe, he's doing some great work over there, my guy. Congratulations to all that. Now, let's jump into it. Uh, Le Champion, the Lionheart, the legendary Lionheart, Chris Jericho, the Pain Maker, makes his return to WWE programming via the cock. Uh, this coming Sunday after night two of WrestleMania, he is the latest guest. On the Broken Skull Sessions with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now we talked about this a little bit on our Instagram Live. When we were previewing TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Brandon, did you ever think you'd see Jericho back on TV this soon? Especially while he's under contract with AEW.
1: I did not expect it. I saw the little Twitter skull and had the Y2J song or countdown in the background. I was like, oh, they're just kind of trolling. They're doing like a Stone Cold marathon on on the cock. But nope. It was, it was not a troll. They were legit. Y2J back on the, I guess the network back in WWE. And I mean, this is insane. It's, I mean, I don't want to like overstate how, like how crazy it is, but you know, Stone Cold asked Vince, Vince signed off on it, asked him again, signed off on it again. And apparently they don't hold anything back. Now, does that mean they're going to get like too, too deep into the weeds? Probably not. But they got to acknowledge the elephant in the room, obviously. And yeah, whatever. After night two of WrestleMania, I know we got to do the podcast, but probably after we do the the post show, going to hop on the cock again and and watch that.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, They do like the little bonus clips on the uh, on the YouTube channel. And, you know, Austin asked him his favorite tag team partners, and he was like, Big Show and Sammy Guevara. So, you know, he's sneaking them in there. He's getting them in there. That's cool, man. I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Uh All right, moving on from that, The Untold from WrestleMania 22 Edge versus Mick Foley in the hardcore match. Um, Could, could we say that the best hardcore match in WWE history? Is it is it better than Royal Rumble 2000?
1: That was the other one that came to mind. So... You know, Mick Foley. No matter what, he is the hardcore king. So I think no matter which way you go, you got to go with the Mick Foley match. And this one, I mean, even the backlash one with Randy Orton was really good as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. but I mean, uh, Edge talked about how Foley. You know, we had all these great moments, but never a WrestleMania moment. And you know, that's what everybody strives for. They strive for that Mania moment. I mean, when you think about this match, you only you only think of one thing: Edge spearing Foley into a flaming table. That's all you think
1: about. But the match I mean, was so much more than that. Like, yeah, it, it maybe was. a little spotty, but it was a it was a really good match. And even back what was this like 2006. They didn't do too many of these types of matches.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just like when when you name the match, that's the, immediately what pops into your mind. But I mean, it was it was it was it was a really great untold. You know, uh, they they go in depth about how you know, <clears throat> kind of their uh, their their friendship and how kind of make uh saw something in him from when edge you know was brooding it up with the brood back back in the day and then coming into his own and you know winning the title and losing it and how how um mick almost wasn't even this almost didn't happen because um there was a blizzard and mick couldn't get out of long island so vince flew him out privately i'm like oh that's what's up man so i mean it was was just cool It it was just cool to uh to see how all this came about what about you
1: yeah, I mean, fantastic. It's it's a well known match, but it's not like one of those legendary matches that everyone's going to talk about. It's not a main event of WrestleMania or anything like that. But for people who know, they know. And getting Edge and Mick Foley to kind of tell war stories and talk about the ins and outs of the match that's always that's always interesting. I mean, we don't see too too much from Edge. Mick Foley's done the rounds quite a bit, so I quite enjoyed it because I definitely did watch this. Oh, absolutely, absolutely.
0: All right, outside of the ring, we're going to kind of power through a lot of stuff, guys. TNT did not like the stink surprise. Uh, I I posted about this, what, a week and a half ago on uh, the Bullet Cats Instagram. Yeah, TNT said they want ratings because obviously, you know, they're competing with uh, NXT. We're They's competing. Were, we're competing. You know, this was the 79th week. If they had just gone four more weeks, we would have hit 83. It would have been something special, right? Oh, man. Brings a tear to my eye. No, but yeah, man. I mean, uh, they talked about how they, you know they want ratings; they don't want surprises. So that's why Big Show was announced, and that's why they kind of announced they have another big signee, which was Christian. So yeah, I mean, I just I just find I just found that interesting. What about you?
1: It makes sense from a executive standpoint wanting to have the big big names advertised or at least advertised that you have a big name coming. But I think surprises are always a great part of wrestling whether i mean like let's say john moxley has to leave he gets written off television he goes to be a father and he comes back at the end of the year would you rather him be advertised that he's coming back especially if we can predict that by that time crowds will be back i think if moxley comes out and he returns out of nowhere not saying it'll be similar to his debut at Double or Nothing, but it'll be very similar and it'll be a fantastic moment. I think you got to kind of write that fine line. I think Sting debuting TNT, AEW makes sense why they would want him to be advertised. But also, I mean, that moment when he just showed up was maybe one of the best moments that Dynamite has had thus far.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think now that, uh, you know, NXT moves to Tuesday nights. I think they, they might be a little laid back with that kind of stuff. Like, all our, right, our, our, you know, the, the the competition or whatever is moved to another night. So we should be cool. We should be cool. But yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah,
1: and go into the NXT portion saying that, oh, because NXT is moving to Tuesday, AEW is going to get a bunch of viewers. I'm not so sure about that. Like, yes, I do think they will get a bump, but I feel there's more people who watch aew who are willing to watch nxt on tuesday Then people who watch nxt will go and watch aew on wednesday like i just i feel like the crossover is a little bit more going to help nxt more than it's going to help aew
0: i mean this was a war that nobody really cracked a mill at every single week so i look at it like this we'll see next week you know we'll see on tuesday and wednesday how how the ratings do If, if this you know, benefits anybody. Probably they'll be they'll be higher that first week. We need to look at the second and third week.
1: I, I think in the long run, it's going to help NXT more. But as I said, I have not been very high on the NXT product thus far. So, and to wait, wait and see on that.
0: Absolutely. All right, Brian Kendrick has officially retired from in ring competition. He, he went away quietly. You know, he's doing um he's doing the producer role down in NXT now, helping mold that um that, that that younger generation i love brian kendrick man i was a fan of brian kendrick and paul london they were wwe's motor city machine guns they were bad i've always wanted to see that match kendrick and london versus the Motor city machine guns that would have been that would have been tag team wrestling at its finest and i was a fan of the brian kendrick character too i'm not gonna lie i i i, I quite enjoyed that so uh thank thank you to brian kendrick man you know i i i i, I love the career love the run
1: yeah shout out brian kendrick i thought When he returned in two hundred five live in the cruiserweight division, he was doing a lot of great stuff. Kind of wished him and uh, Dana Bryan could have had some fun, but unfortunately, Dana Bryan just kind of he was hurt. And then when he comes back, he's unfortunately just on so much of a higher level compared to Brian Kedrick. They weren't gonna have him do that. Despite I feel like both of them would have a lot of fun to uh, you know go back in time and and wrestle, but. Yeah, I think he offers a lot. He's a smart dude. Uh, he's trained some wrestlers, including even Marie. You know, shout out, sliced bread. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think Brian Kendrick can offer a lot backstage.
0: Absolutely. I would have loved to see Spanky and the American Dragon tear it up on WWE TV real quick. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Uh, enjoyed Brian Kendrick's rivalry with Austin Aries and, and TNA over the X Division title, too. That was a nice little tidbit that happened. Um so I guess this is important Will Osprey is the new IWGP World Champion.
1: Yeah, so I know I'm the new Japan guy and however long we've been doing this podcast. you pra- praising
0: praising Will Osprey like he is god?
1: I have always I don't think I've ever really said anything negative about Will I mean Will Osprey or New Japan but this move I just, I I don't like it. A lot of people don't like it. The Will Ospreay character, he's like a big, bad, like street tough guy heel, which just feels like he's put it on a show. It's not clicking. And then going over to Kota Ibushi, he wins the title. He finally wins the IC and World Championship, merges them. I was kind of for it because less championships, but then they, as people kind of, you know, hinted at that I didn't really think it was going to happen. They just kind of ignored the rest of the history and then he they unify it and then he just loses it like you have kodobushi one of your hottest guys he loses you know even go back to naito you put it on evil and the evil championship run was just a complete another flop i think on percentage wise during this pandemic no company has done worse than new japan and that's saying a lot like not saying new japan still when it comes to the matches are really good but creatively like there's just something amiss right now with new Japan. And like, I know I was kind of calling for this, for Will Ospreay to win the championship, but not in this incarnation. He was so hot going back two years. I thought the story with him and Okada was so fantastic. And when Okada and Osprey, and Osprey would finally beat Okada, it was going to be this great thing. And then he actually did it. And it just didn't click like it should have. And now osprey's is a champion and going back to like the speaking out stuff where he wasn't like you know alleged of doing anything to women but he was alleged of covering up and helping his friends out who were doing things
0: okay that's i knew he was involved i kept forgetting like what was his role in it
1: and he's like playing off of that do you also have the angle where they write off b priestly he gets
0: he's he's playing off the speaking out movement
1: I mean, he's not explicitly playing off of it, but he's like leaning into all the haters, all the doubters, you know, screw you guys, I'm gonna do whatever I want, blah, 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 blah. And I think that's really turning so many people off right now. And I mean, I've been such a fan of Osprey in the past, but now it's like it sucks because they're finally like doing what I kind of wanted, you know, a few years ago, but now it's just the way they're going about it is just it sucks and it, it it's kind of sad to see cuz as long as i've been watching new japan for like the past 6 years they've been clicking and been the best thing going and now like i know it, it's kind of a bit but new japan just you know it ain't that hot right now
0: i told you bro hey man once the elite left it it, it kind of it, it went on a downpour that 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 that, that Russell kingdom from 2017 to to what wrestle kingdom 2019 that's that that, that that's when they were hot that's when they were like kind of Quasi mainstream hot because of being the elite and and all that other stuff. I mean, they they were hot, you know, for the diehards when AJ was there with the with the Bullet Club. But hey, man, I'm telling you that 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 that, uh, that elite era, that Cody era, that Kenny era run that 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 was something special.
1: Yeah, and they're just not creating like any new stars. They have Shingo Takagi, who I think is one of the best wrestlers, if not the best wrestler in the world right now. It, hey, don't is, be saying who about when, Shingo Takashi. No, Shingo no, Taka-
0: no I, I was saying, I was saying, bro, bro, when, when's, when's Ishii getting the title, bro? Like, when? when is that
1: happening? Dude? I know, I've been saying it when, for a long time, and I think like, I, 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 that ship has sailed, unfortunately.
0: I, no, no, I love Ishii, bro, I love that dude, come on, man, like, I, I don't say, I don't say anything bad about him, I love him, he, you know, he's short, he's... he's He's stubby, he's, stone, he's a stone-cold pit bull, and he'll get out there and he'll get the job done. Put the title on that dude. Let him beat the hell out of Osprey and win the title, bro.
1: I'll be happy. I'm all for it, but they have, and they have so, it's almost kind of like WWE where they have so many quote-unquote pay-per-views that it's kind of diluting the product. You have Shingo, who is a first defense guy, and he's going to lose, which sucks. And then you have Okada, who came out after the Osprey win, and he just doesn't say anything. He just, you know, looks at him. And then just puts the microphone pointed, down. It's like, point, what is going on? Like, he, I know Okada. Pointing at the
0: sign. He pointed at the sign. He didn't. He <laughs> didn't
1: point at the sign. There was no sign to point. But wait. I mean, what, Okada. I don't know what. what I know what, what, he's hurt and everything. But geez.
0: Let's get into the pay per view. So they. I mean, Russell Kingdom. And then what, they had what? Duntaku.
1: Duntaku's, I believe, is whatever. I. I or, mean, I can go through it. But they have.
0: And then what about a uh, uh, the other one starts with a D?
1: Dominion. Um, Dominion's their big show, and that's like June.
0: Okay, so that, and then I know they have uh, the G1, which isn't really a pay-per-view, but you know what I mean. And, and, to, uh, and then they have the King of Pro Wrestling. That's like five. What?
1: I'm trying to pull up the uh, the actual names, but there's just so much wrestling news that it's just always diluted all the way in the back.
0: They added a new championship. How do you feel about that? They have two open weight championships. The I, New Japan I mean, Strong title.
1: There we that's go. So right. Wrestling Duntaku is the one that is coming up, and that's going to be Shingo and Will Ospreay. I thought and then that they already have...
0: happened. So what just happened?
1: That was Secure Genesis.
0: Okay, so Wrestle Kingdom, Secure Genesis, Duntaku, Dominion, G1, and then King of Pro Wrestling. That's six.
1: And then they have Wrestling Grand Slam, which is going to be a dome I mean, show. What? Okay, New so Japan seven. is not hot enough to have a dome show right now. Like, what is going on?
0: That kind of defa- that kind of devalues the dome too. Honestly, my opinion, like it exactly. should only it should only be one, once a year, at, at, for the kingdom, that's like, well, I mean D- WWE they, they've been doing the, the Saudi show, so that's kind of the equivalent of that in a way, I guess you could say, like mass May stadium 4th, shows on a
1: Tuesday. So a Tuesday, no, that's May- Dantaku. Wait a minute, I'm confused now. May fourth, oh, I like that. Now wrestling Dantaku is on May fourth. And then the Okada versus anybody who wins, aka Will Osprey. If I can see, come on, when's Big Dave gonna put up the uh, May fifth? There we go. i gonna put it all the way at the end. Big May fifteenth.
0: Dave, Big Dave's been pissing a lot of people off lately. I saw
1: your boy Rosenberg was shooting at him.
0: Hey, hey! <laughs> Shout out to my boy Peter Rosenberg. And who was the
1: first name? Who's the first name he dropped? Who's the first name he dropped that you just let's do after himself? Wade Keller. Oh, 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 yeah, he I said, I, don't I, listen to, you know, you're not even on. I saw a tweet from Peter Rosenberg that you didn't even see.
0: I, I'm not on Twitter all like that. I mean, look, I, I listen to I listen to Peter's. I listen to the podcast. I'll hop on his lives when he's spinning some some nice LPs. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Peter, the greatest 24 seven champion we've ever had. You know, I know people will think our truth and Bad Bunny. But, hey, Peter, it was it was a movement. It, it, it was, it was for the pecker heads. It was, it was, it was for us, the cheap heat universe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're going to move on from all, all, all what do you, too many titles, right? Another title, too many, titles. too many
1: titles, but it is on the United States front, which they don't have too many of those. So I'm not like super against it, but I also kind of roll my eyes at it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. like four to five is the sweet spot for any promotion WWE. They have so many shows, so you can kind of understand why they have so many, I guess. All right, this day in wrestling, Eddie Guerrero wins the ECW Television Championship on his first night of the company in 1995. Raw on this day in 2002, I want to say Spike Dudley won the Hardcore European Championship. SmackDown 2003, uh, Nathan Jones made his debut. Cole Cumbana wins the NWA title on this day in 2012. My favorite cash-in happened on this day in 2013. Probably the loudest pop that that Ziggler will ever get. He cashes in on Del Rio. I'm looking at the plaque right now. Oh, man, what a special time. My heart... Still to this day, probably my hardest mark out moment, man. My, my I, I jumped up off my couch. I pounded the floor. I started doing the yes chant. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was marking out hard for my boy Ziggler. Oh, can we, can we, can we get back to that? That's that's all. That's all I want. That's all I want out of life. And then the Ultimate Warrior died on this day in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> thoughts about thoughts about the things that happened on this day. You see clearly with a bitter face and a broken dream.
1: No. Uh, a lot of stuff happened. We got a Raw after Mania, no Mania on this day, which we've seen a lot of like this day in wrestling history is like manias and going flashbacks and stuff. So, uh, yeah, and I mean, Ultimate Warrior passing away, that was a Tuesday, the Tuesday after WrestleMania, which still crazy, but uh, yeah.
0: yeah. That whole little span, like inducted in the Hall of Fame on the stage for Mania promo on Raw, dead the next day, you're like, whoa, that was, was kind of eerie. It was just. You know what I'm saying? Um, but now he has an award named after himself, which you know he he didn't ask for. And it it is his an induction speech. He said Jimmy Miranda, which the the guy did a lot for the company uh, back in the day. So I mean, Jimmy Miranda Award that that would be nice, right? He, he was one of it those unsung, right off the tongue. The Miranda Award. He was one of those unsung heroes, dude. I'm telling you. They probably just named it after Warrior, so they can have a nice little design for it. All right, uh, fan mail. Here we go. We, we don't got that much. Jack of all trades. Really enjoyed the Hall of Fame this year. It was very concise. Love JBL's speech. Uh, the best. What was your favorite Hall of Fame speech? Well, Brandon didn't watch it. Um, I the
1: last ten seconds of JBL's.
0: JBL's was really good. I, I thought it was cool. Uh, Kane's C- was good. Bischoff's was cool. RVD. He looked genuinely like happy and thrilled to 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 uh, be inducted you know like the culmination of all his work paid off that was cool uh i i enjoyed the bellas you know nikki gave a shout out to big match john that was cool you know haters gonna hate bella's gonna ball i, I think th- those couple uh william shatner's was like a minute 30 <laughs> it was super quick not even not even that long i mean it was it was like 50 seconds it was super quick same with ozzy osbourne uh yeah so so pro- pro- probably those um mm.
1: what did Ozzy Osbourne do was he like a guest host or something
0: no he he he's in the celebrity wing
1: no I know but like what did he do in WWE
0: uh he was at WrestleMania two uh he guest hosted a Raw and he did some other things
1: uh, some other know. things
0: yeah William Shatner he you know he guest hosted Raw he he threw Jerry Lawler out of a ring and did some other things.
1: That's all it takes to get you in the celebrity wing.
0: Yes, 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 yes. I, I it's become such an international phenomenon. I, I guess, I, I guess it's all right. You know, it, 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 We should have a hall of fame, Brandon. Bullet, Cash should have a hall of fame. I'll work we'll,
1: on that. We'll have a physical one before the WWE Hall of Fame.
0: I, I will. I will work on that, man. You know, we'll, we'll get some plaques made. You know, you make make two. One, one we keep for the physical Hall of Fame. The other one we, we give to the in-person who we're inducting. I like that. I like that. Mr. X might be the first inductee, right? Possibly. Possibly. Uh, Hootie Who 420. Hootie Who. Uh, mates, a very lackluster go-home Raw to WrestleMania, bloody abysmal. I, I, I recapped it on in the click um, right after Raw happened because it's cause, cause I do that. Uh, go check that out. You can hear all, my full thoughts on Raw. We're not even going to get into any of that stuff here. Speaking of Mr. X, here he is in as Day X. Mr. X. There we go. Uh, well, I never thought I'd say this, but I finally got the cock. Uh, not exactly sure if I like the uh, network being on there, but I'll give it a shot. It's different, man. You know, To, to go from what, what you're used to and then to, to, to go to this new model, this new form, not a fan. Not, not, uh, honestly, kind of not a fan.
1: Yeah, I don't like it compared to what the network was. I have it on fire, which... I have to like back load and do all these different things, and I watch Takeover live. There were a few times where I had to back out and restart because it was buffering, which has never really happened on the network. So I'm uh, hoping it's not too bad for WrestleMania, but I feel like it's going to be even worse, especially tonight when Takeover is exclusively on the Peacock.
0: I don't know, man. Fastlane they didn't buffer at all, so I, I, I don't know why that's happening. I don't know now. if it's
1: because like so was it buffering for. Take over for you or did you not even watch it live? So it does probably No,
0: no, there. I watched it live and not. I didn't I didn't have that problem.
1: Yeah, so I don't know if it's because I got it on the fire stick and it's not the most uh it's not not that it's illegal, but it's not like, you know, an official app that I'm using. Don't know if that's the issue.
0: We actually just talked about this. Do you think Ibushi should have had a longer run with the IWGP world title before taking it away from him? Yes.
1: Absolutely. And why he's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm not going to, you know, believe in me fans. I'm not going to steer you wrong. He unifies the title title looks like trash. Everyone hates that. They're just erasing history. And then what does he do? He loses on the first shot and not even like in a dirty way. just Osprey beats him. Like what the hell? I know he <laughs> said the
0: title's trash.
1: <laughs> I, Ibushi. I know he's kind of a weird enigma and he can just drop everything and just go live in the woods for three years. But still, like, what the hell is going on with New Japan right now?
0: I don't know, but hey, that was hella funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm
1: hyped, I'm hyped up on an energy drink, and I'm on a coffee right now. So
0: Energy, what would you have? You had, you had a rain? I
1: had an orange sickle rain, which is straight fire.
0: Orange, I'm, I'm drinking this candy apple crisp bang. Yeah. Look, if, e- email us, guys. What kind of energy drinks do you guys like? I, I want to know. Mm. All right, here we go. What's next for Kushida? He just suffered another loss and it seems uh, like that's all he does now in NXT. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty true. Or can uh, they turn this into a longer feud with Dunn by making a claim that if Pete Dunn is such a great wrestler he wouldn't have to to stomp on his hands to win. You could do that? What do you think?
1: Kushida in NXT has been sort of up and down. He had a fantastic match with Gargano at the last TakeOver, but... Yeah, I mean that's kind of just what Kushida does. He is like around. He'll be there and have like a good match, and then he just kind of disappears and doesn't do anything. If he wants to have a full blown feud with Pete Dunne, I'm all for it. I really like the match. We'll get into it more on the uh, Takeover post show later tonight. But yeah, I mean when Kushida left New Japan, he was almost kind of he did everything in New Japan, so that's why he probably came to the states, and they're just not utilizing him that well. And I compare it to Io like, yeah, Io doesn't speak great English, but they have done a fantastic job with her promos, her charisma and how she carries herself. And yeah, they're two different wrestlers and they have different vibes. But I do feel they could do more with Kushida. He's a little undersized, but his wrestling ability is just top tier
0: Uh, with 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 Hideo at top. Kenta, uh, I I can't really remember. Did he lose that often? I know he was injured a lot, but when he did wrestle, did he lose that often?
1: so long ago that I can't exactly remember but I think he was like pseudo protected. He was definitely higher than what Kushida is right now. Maybe to equate him to somebody I mean honestly maybe like Pete Dunne. Like he's treated like a a big deal he'll challenge for the title but he'll lose it but more often than not he's going to win a a television match.
0: Yes yes yes. Uh, Congrats to Raquel but after the match they said she's the first to hold the NXT Women's title along with the tag titles. Doesn't Ember Moon have that claim first? Yes she does. Ember Moon does have that claim first.
1: Yeah, when she said that, I was like, "Oh, they just made the tag titles." So well, obviously, she's the only one. But then, no, they messed that one up too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, lastly, he says the OG Elite uh, really is OG Elite really back together after what we saw on Dynamite. Speaking of Dynamite, let's get right into it. Brandon, take it as take us.
1: Away. Oh my gosh, I get to lead it. So we started off with Hangman Adam Page taking on Max Castor. Shout out, to Hangman Adam Page. He liked Montero. Call Me By Your Name. You, you like that song, Philip? Straight Fire?
0: Wait, repeat that? Repeat all that.
1: Hangman Page likes the new Lil Nas X song.
0: Oh, does he really?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so that's what the Lil Nas X reference was? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Not Apparently,
1: fair. I'm just the only person who got that reference.
0: I I mean, I, he said Lil Nas X. I was like, oh, okay. He, he said something about Biden tripping up some steps, and then he was about to say, blow me, which I was like, oh, that's... That's Thugonomic that's Cena. That's something he would say.
1: Anyways, Hangman Page gets the win after some shenanigans on the outside. But no, Page gets it done. They kind of talked up that he is the number one contender, so he should be getting a title shot sooner rather than later, but they're not really leaning in that direction right now. Maybe with all, everything going on with the Elite, Page is going to be the one to you know tell him off and tell him how everything really is, but they haven't gone gone there yet what we shall see do you think they're going to pull the trigger on it this early or do you think they yeah. hold off on it
0: no nah, i'm nah, probably all out Pro- probably all out you know the the show where uh two years ago he was in the first aw title main event you, you, you know I, I think that's more poetic um yeah they made a they made I, I thought the match was cool they made a point of saying how you know uh what, what, what was it how page has more experience than caster but page is younger than caster i was like oh 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 wow
1: I think overall the commentary team and Jim Ross in particular did a really good job better than normal, which might be a backhanded compliment, but I'm going to give him a compliment. We had Triangulo de la muerte. They came out to talk with uh, Tony Schiavone before they could even say anything. Uh, Best friends come out. I don't know if we talked about this thoughts on orange Cassidy's new song.
0: Um, it's whatever. What was it? What was his original song? I, I don't remember it being terrible.
1: I thought it was just the Best Friends song.
0: No, he had his own. It was like a screaming metal song. He had had his own.
1: Yeah, I mean, the songs, it's like a nice laid back vibe, but not the best entrance theme in the world. Uh, So then Best Friends come out, and Orange Cassidy actually spoke first. He, like, put together a cohesive sentence. We saw some highlights of uh, Triangulo de la Muerte beating him up. And uh, Chucky T talks a little bit, Trent talks a little bit, and they said something to, like, you know, Will be next for the championship or something like that. They kind of introduced that Chris Statlander is with them. She didn't do anything, but uh just keeping it in the back of her minds that best friends is around now. I mean, it was just kind of there and weird, but sure. It
0: was cool, it was quick, it, it happened. No mural or kip, and I love that.
1: Not everyone needs to be on every show.
0: That, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I love that's why I loved it.
1: Uh the very beginning of Dynamite started with the inner circle showing up in what five, six different cars. They were all in their own blacked out, murdered out car. And the inner circle come out uh, after this, I think they oh no, they did the entrance. And up to this point, it's like 20 minutes in. They didn't have a single commercial break. And then Jericho teases and throws to commercial. Come back from commercial, Chris Jericho cuts like eight to ten minutes straight promo just him talking going after mjf get some shoot stuff in there you know calling max a mark and he's gonna call him a mark you know now it's called a max from now on he you know has so many jabs and so many little references thrown in there and philip i thought this was absolute straight fire
0: you you already know i love it i i I love it chris Chris is the man you know we haven't heard a baby face promo from chris in, in since what since his wwe run could we say yeah possibly uh, this was great, man. I, I loved it. You know, Jericho on a mic for eight to ten minutes. It's it's gonna be good, no matter no matter what, whether he's a heel, whether he's a baby, where whether he's a tweener, whatever. I Absolutely loved it, man. I, I thought I thought it was great, and yeah, we're we're gonna be officially getting blood and guts May fifth.
1: So not a double nothing, but it's gonna be its own dynamite special, which I'm is gonna... what the original one's supposed to be, but it just never came to fruition, unfortunately.
0: And that's that's cool. I'm I'm with it in a circle. Back in
1: black. Yeah, I mean, I I loved it. Jericho had you know some shoot references, but I didn't think it went too too far, where it kind of took away from the promo and just the intensity. And by the end of it, I thought it was maybe running a little bit too long. But then he kind of capped it off just so perfectly that yeah, as you said, we haven't really heard a babyface Jericho in years. Like he was the pain maker in New Japan. He came in really as a heel in AEW. So it's been a while since we've seen this, and it was, you know, really refreshing. I think with Jericho's, you know, up there in age, he's a legacy, uh, le- legacy star. Shouldn't be doing too, too much. This is the perfect spot for him, and he gets a little bit of a beard now, a little bit of a, a little bit of an edge.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, not to be confused with Adam Copeland, but a little bit of an edge.
1: Yes, we get another team taz promo uh they kind of you know have a little bit of dissension uh, and they want christian cage so maybe this is how cage gets you know cage and cage it can be very confusing maybe this is how we get christian kind of derailed from his title aspirations
0: possibly you know I, i'm not i'm not i'm not opposed to that him oh him and ricky starks that would be really good That'll be nice. And then Hobbs, you know, the hometown boy mixing it up with a legend like that. That's what's up, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not opposed to uh, him mixing it up with them for a little while.
1: Yeah, this is kind of like where I would see Christian at, you know, for the foreseeable future. If they want to push him to the title scene for one shot, that's fine. But I think this is kind of about where he should be at. Then. We get Jurassic Express taking on a Bear Country. My team, Bear Country. This was a sponsored spot for Godzilla versus Kong. Philip, have you seen Godzilla versus Kong? Absolutely not. I saw it. It was okay. Who won? I, no spoilers. T- tell me. Tell me off air. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. Tell,
0: tell me. Tell me off air.
1: But who won in this match? Was Jurassic Express as we uh, would expect. I mean, good fun match between these. Uh, I mean, three of them are big dudes, with Jungle Boy kind of throwing in some uh, extra athleticism. I thought it was really good. I mean, just, pretty much.
0: Did you just hit a little bit of a dusty? Did I just hear that?
1: Oh, athleticism. Nah, I heard, I heard it was also. Little... It was like a mixture of Dusty Roads and the Water Boy. I heard a little bit of it. All right,
0: all right. Um, the the spot where they have Jungle Boy and the Power Bomb. I know he was supposed to catch a uh, luchasaurus, which that would have looked cool. But it looked even more vicious when, you know, luchasaurus goes forward and he just bounces off like, ah, you know. Uh, but it was interesting, the, those big men taking those bumps over the top rope like that. It's, I'm always scared when big guys do stuff like that. I feel like they're going to land on their leg and break it or something.
1: They did. You not
0: know? they, they're they they did. athletes. Yeah, but uh, it look it looks like, you know, when the, the leg folds back under all that mash, you're like, oh, my God, are they going to be okay? Yeah.
1: Uh, we get a QT promo. They're sitting in the uh, what nightmare factory? He has all the all his guys around him. Aaron Aaron Solo, whatever the boxing dude from UK is, and uh, some other dude.
0: A, a gobo, right?
1: Sure, why not? He was the only one who talked besides QT.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I enjoyed this. You know, QT. You know, took some jabs at Cody. Uh, took uh, the jabs at uh, the uh, the internet. Uh, he said things that the internet has been saying for quite some time. Or you had to. He had to surround himself around all these other people to try to feel like the star that he thinks he is, and all that other stuff. He said, "Aaron Solo will no longer be known as somebody's boyfriend." Wink, wink. Um, Nick Camarado, I forgot. He said he won't just be a, a big meaty guy. Then uh, the boxer, Adobo, whatever his name is. You know, he started talking. I, I you know, the the, the the accent works. You know, what the what the heel character is trying to uh, trying to trying to roll with. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, so uh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was all right.
1: I've been down on the QT Cody storyline, but I did think that this was effective. Uh, what's the name? Adobo. You know, I lo- love Adobo. Very tasty. But uh, his promo and the way he carried himself was really good. He's definitely going to come out of this, I think. Maybe not a star, but, you know, the top guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I noticed how uh, QT was sitting on the steel steps that he uh, piled drove um, Dustin on.
1: I did like how they chucked the paint at Nightmare Factory and just completely whiffed on the nightmare part. Like, I get it. That's like a one-take thing. And you can't redo that, but they just completely botched that, which was kind of funny.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, the, a lot of the he, – he should have stepped into it more and then threw it. You know, I'm a, I'm a paint-throwing expert, I so I, 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 I should have been there, you know what I'm saying?
1: You should have. Uh, we get Sting. We get this every single week. Sting goes out. Tony Schiavone then he gets cut off before he even says anything but Sting actually talked this time
0: bro bro Tony was like this never gets old I'm like who who were why are you lying to us
1: Charlie Brown with the football but this time Sting actually did talk he did get cut off by Jake and Lance Archer but then Sting took the microphone and hyped up Lance I mean Lance kind of hinted at a Sting feud but then Sting talked up Lance so I'm not saying there could be a partner or anything like that like you know more factions have Sting Darby and Lance together with Jake but they kind of, you know, turned our attention away from them going on one on one, and maybe Sting, kind of being a, you know, a silent mentor to Lance.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. You know, uh, Lance. You know, the, he and he, he mentioned it like the start stop with this character. He'll be in a main event of sorts, and then he'll go away, and then come back, get right back to it, and go away. I, I, I liked how he acknowledged it like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think overall it was really good and. I know it's kind of a low bar, but I thought that was this was one of the better Sting promos that he's done, especially live in-ring promos.
0: Absolutely.
1: Sting's little buddy Darby Allen had a TNT title defense, and he took on J.D. Drake. He is kind of one of the, the dark guys. He's with uh, Cesar Bononi and uh, was it not, not Nick Nemeth?
0: Ryan Nemeth. Ryan Nemeth. The Hollywood Hunk.
1: Hollywood Hunk, yes. And uh, Darby gets the win. Uh, you know, I mean, JD got some offense in, but the the problem with this match is he really had no thought that he was going to win whatsoever. But for what it was, I thought it was, it was good.
0: I've, I, 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 uh, I really enjoyed it, man. The, the guy, he, he's got something, you know what I'm saying? He, he's got spunk. He's got, he, he, he's got it. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. Then we get a, a beat down of Chris Jericho. The pinnacle goes out and attacks him. They, they, right off that they locked the inner circle in their dress room so that's why the inner circle weren't able to come out and make the save and who does make the save though mike tyson makes the save he doesn't exactly do anything the bad
0: the baddest man on the planet throwing them jabs boy
1: he just kind of comes out and everyone scurries he punches uh sean spears a a little bit
0: no he's you know he's getting ready for that uh holyfield fight you know what i'm saying
1: I know they're heels, but, you know, six of them backing down to old Mike Tyson. Hey,
0: hey, have you have you seen the training videos? I, I'd back down, too. That's the baddest man on the planet. I, I don't know. I don't know, fam. I don't know.
1: And uh, now we got Mike Tyson, not only a member of DX, but he's also a member of the Inner Circle now, I guess.
0: Until he's wearing the shirt. It's not official. Okay. Okay. Yeah. WWE Hall of Famer Mike Tyson. Can't forget that. Can't forget that. And
1: not forget that we get Britt Baker. She has a promo earlier in the day with uh, Reba and Tony Schiavone and uh, just kind of going back and saying that, oh, I'm ranked fourth, but I should be the champion or I should get a title shot because I'm the biggest star. I'm the biggest draw in the women's division, yada, yada, yada. So I guess I got to build up wins. So see me on dynamite, dark and elevation.
0: Possibly, yeah. Um, I'm ready for Britt Baker to be the world champion. I'm I'm ready for her to be the champion in, in the women's division. It's about time. It needs to happen. It should happen.
1: Yeah, I think with Britt Baker, Thunder Rose is nowhere to be seen right now with what she's doing with NWA. Have her build up those wins and have Baker take the title off Sheeta at double or nothing. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, but the number one contender currently is Ty Conti, and she had a match against the Bunny. We had a beatdown earlier in the show, which they said, oh, we're going to go to the, the match is going to be right next, is going to be next. But then that beatdown in the Baker promo. But So then they they did the beatdown, and then they left, and then came back out for entrances. Whatever. We got the one women's match of show. Ty Conti beats the bunny. The match was uh, okay. Nobody got hurt. That's all we can ask for. Uh, Conti and Sheeta are still friends. Sheeta came out to kind of help her kind of stave off the Matt Hardy brand. So I'm not saying they're going to fight and you know not be friends because this isn't WWE. Not all women are catty and can't get along with each other.
0: Um, she a quasi member of the dark Order? I guess so. I I, I I guess. I mean, the match was fine. Nobody heard this. hope we can ask for you. know what I'm saying? nothing, nothing really uh, not, nothing really happened, so.
1: Then in the main event, we had Kenny Omega with the Good Brothers take on John Moxley and the young Bucks. We've been anticipating this match for a long, long time. The Young Bucks, Matt in particular, was hesitant to fight Kenny. They did fight a little bit. They wrestled, yada, yada, yada. Go all the way to the end. And they set up a BTE trigger. Matt couldn't do it. And then they super kicked Moxley because Mox was getting angry. And so now the elite is back together again.
0: Woohoo. He hit two paradigm shifts and was going to choke him out. Then he got super kicked.
1: Yes. So we finally get the Young Bucks. And Kenny Omega back together again, okay. Philip. I got some thoughts, but what are your thoughts on it?
0: Uh, they still kind of look reluctant to do it, you know. Uh, I, I I I think I, I think I mean they, I don't think they're like really heel heel. You know what I'm saying? I think they're still faces. They're just trying to, you know, get along with their buddy who they've known for for what 10, 10 years or whatnot. So that, that that's my that's my take on it.
1: I've been very vocal on the Young Bucks storyline pretty much. I mean, almost the entirety of their run in AEW being a mess. Like, I know they had the fantastic match with FTR, but especially this storyline with Kenny, where when the Good Brothers first came out, they joined them, but then they didn't join them. And then they hate Kenny but yet they, you know, don't hate Kenny. And then now they come back and they wrestle him and they put some moves on him. But then now at the end of the day, they join him up. This has just been a a mess with the young bucks. Like they're like, they are one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. The character and promos aren't the best. And I thought it was just straightforward either have them be kind of the, the baby faces or make them be the PWG ultra heels that they were. Now, hopefully just wipe the slate clean. I know you can't exactly do that, but just wipe it clean, have them just go all heel with the elite. I know it kind of muddies the water with the good brothers and the young bucks, both being tag teams, but like the way they portray the young bucks in this story in particular have just been like so terrible. They're going back and forth. They they kind of, I mean, it's such bad storytelling and I don't know who to blame, but it's just, it's not good. It's not good.
0: Um, blame everybody involved. You know, everybody has creative control. <laughs> you know, Man, what I, I, mean? I
1: don't know what like what is the story. Like, I kind of you kind of said it. Like, oh, they're reluctant, but then they joined them. Then they didn't, and then they joined them again. Like, pick a lane.
0: I, I think they were just they they were wrestling with it in their mind. They couldn't super kick the thought of you know no longer being friends with Kenny Omega. So so they excuse me, they decided to join him in the end.
1: And it's one thing if like Kenny wasn't super over the top, but like he is, and he kept going after the young bucks and he was calling them names. And so the young bucks are just going to take all that Don Callis and Kenny, you know, making fun of them and doing all these things to them, but yet they're going to just accept it and then join them. Like it's kind of like Seth Rollins back in the authority days. Like, Oh, you know, you guys don't like me, but can you accept me? Because nobody else likes me. Blah blah. It's like, what like what the hell like i know they're supposed to be heels and they're supposed to be wimps but i think that's supposed to be a moment that we were supposed to care about as fans and i just i didn't it didn't really do anything for me
0: yeah i was just like oh okay this is this is where we're going we'll uh, we'll see next week which actually that episode's being taped tonight so we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see how the story progresses next week
1: so that'll do it for aw philip it's time <sighs>
0: It is time. It is time for the granddaddy of them all. It is time for WrestleMania. Let me let me switch over here. Switch over screens. Gotta switch over screens. Brandon, are are you ready? The Bullet Cast Championship is on the line tonight. It is also on the line for nights one and two of WrestleMania. So the first match. Here we go. It will be Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, versus Tamina and Natalia, and apparently versus Billy Kay and Carmella in a tag team turmoil match. Winner faces Jackson Bazzler at night two. Who do you got? I'm going Lana and Naomi.
1: This match, hopefully, this match is not the first one of the show because I feel with WrestleMania being the first time with crowds the first match of the show should be like a big, big match. Now we can talk about that after we do the full preview of night one, but I mean, it's mate, Tamina. She is on fire. She, for better, or for worse, she's been getting pins on Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. But I think I'm going to agree with you, Lana and Naomi. It's really the only storyline going in the tag team women's division. So just have it, have them win. Don't know. I mean, it's a turmoil match. Does that, that like run the gauntlet, or does that like first fall wins? I forget.
0: Uh Turmoil. I think it's. I think it's elimination style. I believe.
1: Great. So we get to get like twenty minutes, uh, or I, even I, worse, uh, maybe we get ten minutes of it. It's just like you know, five two minute I, matches.
0: I I, I, have, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um. Next up, we have Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. I think this is Cesaro's first one on one match at WrestleMania. So I'm. I, I I mean I'm 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 thinking about it, my guy. I I may have to go Cesaro, dude.
1: They've been building up the swing, Cesaro and Rollins. You know he keeps swinging them. I think we're gonna get a record. Is that a hundred swings? Maybe. Excited to see what they do in this match. There's a lot of matches on this card where, the I mean pretty much all the matches on this card. The build hasn't been very good, but you know the match should be decent and. I got some high expectations for this one with Roman being the champion. I don't want to, you know, show my hand on who I have winning, but they've been steadily building Cesaro. Yes. Seth just came back, but. I, I mean, I find I feel like almost maybe they're going to give Cesaro like the swing spot, but then in the end Rollins wins.
0: So you're going Rollins. Sc- screw
1: it. I'm going to go Rollins.
0: All right, he he, he picks Seth. All right, next up, we have Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. Now, I, I feel like Shane will win only because Braun will get so mad that he'll, like, push him off of the cage and Shane will go through, like, a table and then technically win. You see what I'm saying?
1: Which was not, like, the exact same spot they did with Braun in the big show or something.
0: No, no, no. I think, I feel, I think he, did he do that with Kevin Owens? Or no, I mean, I think they, they, like, they, they speared each other through the cage or something like that. Yeah.
1: I am a little hesitant that Shane could win Yeah, I'm by a... some like stupid shenanigans. Cause that's what happened in that Miz match. Shane, like the Miz grabbed his shirt and Shane, he probably hated it, but you know, we saw his bare chest and his stomach and he won, but I'm gonna go with what they should do. Don't drag this feud out any longer, please. I can only take so much, and just give Braun Strowman the win. Just kill Shane McMahon.
0: You're good. <laughs> just. Uh, I, I. That's what I said. They could do. I'll, I'll probably go Braun as well, though. All right. Next up, we have the New Day versus uh, AJ Styles and almost for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. This will be almost his first. Um, match inside WWE Uh, you know what I'll pick AJ and Omos I'll pick AJ and Omos
1: I'm going to fade you I'm going to go with the New Day they haven't explicitly told the breakup story of AJ and Omos but I could see them going in that direction so I'm going to go with the New Day
0: okay okay you know WWE loves their odd man tag teams that's why I did that. All right. Speaking of odd tag teams, next up, uh, it was officially announced on Monday Night Raw that it will be a tag team match: Damian Priest and Bad Bunny versus The Miz and John Morrison. Miz and Morrison, probably the greatest tag team of the 21st century, and they are facing a Grammy uh, winner in Bad Bunny and the upstart in Damian Priest. Uh, it's it's simple, man. We know where this is going. Priest and Priest and Bad Bunny.
1: Yeah, I got Priest and Bunny as well. Just give him the win. Now is Bad Bunny going to actually get the pinfall? Possibly, but just have Damien Priest clean house and do what he's got to do, and he gets the win here. That being said, going back to Monday, I mean, that, like, finger paint, washable finger paint on the Bugatti was, like, so eye-rolling. Like, come on.
0: Yeah. uh, Did you you wake up in a new Bugatti?
1: I wish. (laughs)
0: You said I wish. I understand. All right, next up, it is for the WWE Championship. The almighty WWE Champion, the CEO of the herd Business, Bobby Lashley, accompanied by Montel Vontavius Porter, faces the Scottish psychopath and Drew McIntyre. Can McIntyre uh, win his third WWE Championship finally in front of fans, which he was robbed of last year due to the pandemic, or does the almighty one keep the World Heavyweight Championship? You know what? I'm going out on a limb. I'm picking Bobby Lashley.
1: I, I could see that happening, but you said Drew didn't have the opportunity last year with COVID and uh, the Brock Lesnar match. I think they're going to do it here, put the title on him, Drew McIntyre with the win. And they were kind of, he- I don't know if it's a heavy-handed, but they did say this was the main event multiple times on Raw. So I know you have the women's match as the last one in previews, but I think this is the last match on the show.
0: Uh, the well. I, I I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, they, they say a lot of things are the main event. You know what I'm saying? You're quasi, multiple main events tonight, you know, and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, but when it's,
1: one, when it's one night, it's one thing. When it's two nights, and I haven't heard them really say that for either match, Dude, except for the two and singles matches.
0: It's simple, man. Like, people will be, people will riot. I Like, they will riot. Bianca won the Rumble. Just put her at the last match. Like, that's all you have to do. Like, this isn't hard. This is not hard.
1: I think the women's match is going to be the opener. To be honest,
0: I I wouldn't do that. Let let it be the let, let it be the last thing we see. I th- I think you I think you open with Cesaro and Seth. I I wouldn't mind that. Or we you talk, know, maybe may, about- maybe new maybe New Day and almost and AJ.
1: Mister X asked us this question on curveballs and share shots. We talked about on the IG live. I mean that first match on WrestleMania, first match in front of a crowd in over a year, is almost as prestigious I think as. Uh, a main event so i I mean in their mind but that will be a moment of them having fans back and i i mean if you're not going to have the women in the main event then just put them on first
0: yes 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 so let's talk about it it is the smackdown women's championship the est of wwe Bianca belair won the Women's royal rumble back in january she is going up against the six-time world champion the boss the blueprint sasha banks I think we passed the torch. I'm going Bianca Belair.
1: I'm going to go with Bianca as well. Uh, the story they told hasn't been perfect. I I, I thought it was like kind of simple, just you know, two athletes going at it. The you know the young upcomer and the established veteran. The, you know that apparently that's too complicated for WWE, but I think it's Bianca's time. Give her the win and you know, big pop in front of an energized crowd.
0: Absolutely. All right. So night two, moving on to night two, it will be Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler with Reginald defending their tag team championships against the winners of the tag team turmoil. I think Lana and Naomi take it there too. Yep. What about you?
1: Uh, I mean, I could see Lana and Naomi getting the win here. Maybe they do something with Reggie. I'm going to go with Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler to get the win.
0: All right, you you have a reasoning behind that? Not really. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Okay. Honestly? I I mean, have it's you, the have, women's tag team division.
0: Have you seen that uh video of them with the uh the Yolo County tag titles? I have not. That 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 was actually funny. Somebody seen
1: Nia Jackson Reggie uh TikToks though.
0: Oh, oh. Oh, okay. All right, I I see I see him. He makes TikToks with everybody. Nia Jax, Ricochet. He's all over the place. No, but somebody put the uh, Yellow County tag titles in the woman's tag title road case, and I thought it was funny. I was like, ha-ha. It it lives on. All right. uh, Riddle defends the United States Championship against Sheamus. Um, I'm going to go Sheamus. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go with the Riddle. I think oh. if, if Drew is going to win the championship, maybe they want to run it back with Sheamus. And I mean, for better or for worse, I think they're having a lot of fun with this riddle gimmick and just have him win the title. This could be an underrated match. Like if it's given 10 minutes, 10, 12 minutes, maybe it can not a show stealer, but it can be a really solid match, I think.
0: Absolutely. All right. Uh, It is the Nigerian drum fight for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Apollo Crews looks to dethrone Big E. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where to go with this one. It's it's either or. I mean, if Apollo loses again, then it's kind of like, oh, you're still kind of just where you were. You just have a different accent. You know. What about you?
1: I think he's going to be at the exact same place he's been just with a different accent. Biggie retains.
0: All right, you choose Biggie. You choose little Biggie boy. Uh, I don't ah. Uh, oh man. Um This is this is a hard one, dude. This this the, the, this is a hard one. This is really a hard one. You know Should I go out on a limb? Should I do it? Should I do it, Brandon? Full send. Know. Full send? Full send. Oh, ah, I'm going to pick Biggie to be safe. I'm going to pick Big e to be safe. You know, got to keep it safe. Got to play it safe. All right. Oh, I, I missed one. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn will be accompanied by Logan Paul. How, do, how How do you feel about that?
1: I mean, this is probably a dream for them to have a singles match at WrestleMania. Kevin Owens with the win. Maybe Logan Paul turns on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens gets the rub.
0: Possibly, I guess. I'm going Kevin Owens as well. I don't uh I don't I don't see this he needs he needs this win after the whole uh Roman thing. Yeah. Artists for the Raw Women's Championship, Oscar versus Rhea Ripley for uh I got Rhea Ripley. That that is my pick.
1: This one, I feel, is also one that can go back and forth. Rhea turning heel on Asuka. Did she, tr-
0: did she really turn heel? I mean, what'd what, what she do? She pushed her short. She was just trying to like make a statement. She didn't like beat the hell out of her. No. She, I
1: mean, she did give her riptide on the uh, on the outside. I, I mean,
0: you, you know how many people? Shawn Michaels is super kicked out of nowhere while he's been a babyface. Come on. I, I I don't I don't I don't I don't think she turned heel. She was just sending a message like, "Hey, th- this weekend it, it's going down. I'm taking your title." I think that's all that was.
1: Becky Lynch possibly on the horizon, a new so, heel to conquer.
0: So was Ronda Rousey possibly on the
1: horizon. Rhea Ripley for the win. Okay. okay. avenge what happened at WrestleMania.
0: All right, you picked Rhea. That's awesome. All right, uh, the fiend with Alexa Bliss versus uh, Randy Orton. The fiend has to win. The the Freddy Krueger inspired fiend has to walk out. He has to right the wrongs of that mania match all those years ago.
1: They they didn't really do anything on Raw to build it up or to you know not explain what's going to happen, but what to expect. I'll be different. I'll go with Randy which means I'm probably going to lose. But, uh, I mean, I don't know what to expect. Maybe they go back and forth between in-ring and cinematic. Maybe with crowds they want to stay away from that type of thing. But I'm going to go with Randy. I guess Randy to win. I'm not, like, excited about that by any means, but I'm just kind of doing it to be different. When I do that, that usually means I lose.
0: Yeah, uh, Baby Huey's interview. He interviewed Alexa Bliss earlier this morning. That audio should be out before WrestleMania. So stay. That have been
1: full kayfabe.
0: Stay tuned for that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I mean, he, she could kayfabe, and we don't know. We don't know. I sent him some questions. Hopefully, i um, one of mine got in there. All right, it is the main event of night two. Roman Reigns the current reigning defending universal champion, along with Paul Heyman, the tribal chief, the head of the table is going up against the rated R superstar, of the WWE hall of famer, the winner of the men's 2021 Royal Rumble edge and the real ultimate opportunist, the sneaky devil that is Daniel Bryan is going to be a triple threat match. Oh man. Um, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I'll go Edge. I I I'll, I'll go Edge. Yeah.
1: I know Vince doesn't like having heels win at the end of WrestleMania. It normally never happens. I mean, when is the last time that that's happened? WrestleMania 2000.
0: Like, oh, I'm- I was just, I was just thinking that. Yeah. Uh no, no. I mean, Jericho at 26. Well, that wasn't the end of WrestleMania, but. I mean, for, for like the big title match. Um every yeah. time
1: Roman Reigns won a every time Roman won, I mean I guess you can count that.
0: I mean he he, he was a good guy though. <laughs> he he wasn't a bad guy. Now he's a bad guy.
1: I'm gonna go with Roman to get the win. I mean, if they were to I think if they're gonna put the title on edge, they would have kept track one on one, have Edge be the baby face. But with Daniel Bryan being added
0: this is the way to get it on uh, Edge without having Roman take the pinfall.
1: That is, but e- Roman has been doing such great work that if he's going to lose the title, I want someone to beat him for it. Now, who is that? Is that Biggie, Kevin Owens? The Rock? I don't know.
0: I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. We sh- you, you,
1: you know, oh my God. I. You already said Edge, you can't go back on it.
0: What do you mean? This is my show. I can do whatever I want. What do you mean? How dare you say that to me? How dare you? Be confident in your pick. How dare you? How dare you say that to me? Um. All right. Well, let's go into the superstar spotlight. I'll give it uh, once we do the recaps of either tonight's takeover or uh, WrestleMania this weekend. Brandon did both the promo and match picks of the week. Take it away.
1: I did do the match and the promo pick. It's a two for one. We're gonna go to march 5th 2012 where the rock and john cena have a war of words and they were also going to have the match pick b from that same year wrestlemania 28 cena and the rock i mean a year build it was kind of up and down but when cena and the rock were just in the ring face to face both talking trash i thought it was some of the best stuff that wwe has put on in a while the rock able to you know go bar or John Cena going barb for barb with the rock and even kind of out dueling the rock at times. And then the match at WrestleMania athletically spot wise, it's not that great of a match. Let's be honest. I watched it back and it's, you know, it's Hulk Hogan, Andre, the giant then turns that into the rock versus Hogan. And then the rock turns that into him versus Cena. Like it's just the rock to learn everything from Hogan in this match didn't do too much, but the crowd is in the palm of his hands and that's really what carries this match. What makes it so great is because the crowd.
0: Absolutely. I, I, I've always said that the second match was better. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I remember this fondly. I, I I was, I thoroughly enjoyed this uh, WrestleMania match. You know, Cena, you know, he kind of, kind of lost his way for a little bit until, you know, he beats Lesnar at extreme rules, which that still shouldn't have happened, but uh, yeah. Uh, I looked in the archive. I'm surprised we we've never picked this at all in the history of the show. I was actually shocked. I, I thought I thought for sure we had done it at least one point in time. Well, there you go. Now it's been done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, big big uh, takeover podcast tonight. Uh, we're talking uh, WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday night. Friday night we'll be talking to AEW and SmackDown on in the click. A lot a lot of podcasts this 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 week. This week, yes, yes, yes. Follow us on Twitter at Bulletcast, Instagram, the Bulletcast, YouTube channel, the Bulletcast, Email is Bulletcast 2, as of the number two suite S W E T at Gmail.com 107.104.7 uh, FMKAPU in Watsonville every Friday night from eleven PM to midnight. iTunes, Stitcher, Tune in, I Her radio anchor, spotify, Patreon. We're all over the damn place. Stay clean, stay strong, stay safe, stay quarantined. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone aside. This
1: has been the BulletCast. Thank you for listening.